From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Today is Friday, March 26th. Brought to you by TurboTax Tips. From deductions to dependents, audits to IRAs. Get expert tips that can help you this tax season. It's the info you need in just five minutes or less. Just search TurboTax Tips wherever you listen to podcasts. Scientists were the first who dared to forecast an act of God. By Kevin Byrne. On March 20, 1948, A destructive tornado rampaged through the Tinker Air Force Base, located southeast of Oklahoma City. At the time, the damage produced by the twister was the worst in state history, and it led to several fatalities. Photos of the base in the aftermath of the twister showed damaged planes, including some that had been hurled across the airfield like toys. While thunderstorms had been predicted by the meteorologists working that day, A threat of tornadoes had not been in the forecast. That's because the tornado watches and warnings issued by the National Weather Service today didn't exist across the United States' weather enterprise. According to a recollection of the disaster compiled by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, a panel commissioned to investigate the March 20th disaster referred to it as an act of God and noted, it was not forecastable given the present state of the art. Weather forecasters in the late 1940s didn't have the supercomputers, satellite data, or the advanced radar capabilities that are now used frequently when high-impact weather situations unfold. Forecasters at the time relied mainly on hand-drawn weather maps, data from weather balloons, and a radar system that was originally intended for use on B-29 bombers, according to the Air Force. On the surface, it seemed like a regular act of devastation caused by Mother Nature. However, two senior members of the Air Force who survived the damaging storm system that day would use their experience and weather knowledge to transform how severe weather was forecast. As part of a directive from Fred S. Borum, the commanding general of Oklahoma City Air Material Area, members of the weather station at the base were told to investigate the feasibility of issuing warnings for thunderstorms that could generate a tornado, according to NOAA. The men in charge of developing the first tornado forecast were Air Force Captain Robert C. Miller and Major Ernest J. Fallbush. Rather than just forecasting thunderstorms, they would now try to predict which thunderstorms could spin up a dangerous twister and what areas were at the greatest risk. But their challenges were many and complex. According to NOAA, Miller and Fallbush would need to take into account surface and upper air data, then determine the existence of these parameters or the probability of their development while then using those parameters to highlight a specific area, all while giving proper lead time for people to seek safety. 
a day after the devastating strike on the Air Force Base, the two got to work analyzing post-tornadic outbreaks, as well as key weather data. They spent several days studying the weather patterns that preceded past outbreaks until they eventually diagnosed a synoptic pattern that looked eerily familiar. And their discovery couldn't have come quickly enough. On the morning of March 25th, weather data showed a stark similarity to the conditions from five days earlier, the day the devastating tornado struck. But surely, another tornado couldn't impact the same area within a five-day stretch, could it? Sure enough, it became clear to the forecasters that the atmospheric ingredients for another severe weather outbreak were taking shape. By late in the afternoon, a line of violent thunderstorms capable of producing tornadoes was tracking through Oklahoma, with Tinker once again in the crosshairs. But thanks to the work of Miller and Fallbush, this time the base was prepared for a potential tornadic strike. The two presented the information to Borum earlier in the day and shared the startling revelation that tornado-producing storms could once again target the base. After digesting what Miller and Fallbush had told him, Borum had one simple question, according to Noah. Are you going to issue a tornado forecast? Answering yes to that question wasn't so simple. Not only had such a crucial forecast never been issued before, but the forecasters were also particularly concerned about an inaccurate forecast, or a bust, a term some meteorologists today still use when referring to forecasts that don't pan out as expected. An inaccurate forecast could erode trust or confidence from the public, they thought. No one has ever issued an operational tornado forecast, Miller told Borum. You are about to set a precedent, Borum replied, according to Noah. The forecast was typed up and distributed shortly before 3 p.m. local time that day. It warned of dangerous thunderstorms passing by the base around 6 p.m. It was time to wait and see how the weather would unfold. Following the forecast, precautions were implemented. A research paper on the 1948 tornado event published by Robert Maddox and Charlie Crisp, two employees with the National Severe Storms Laboratory, deconstructed what went wrong and what went right over that five-day period. Maddox and Crisp concluded that, in addition to Miller and Fallbush having developed a way to track and warn of tornadoes, the severe weather mitigation plan set up around the base was crucial in avoiding a worse outcome. Important equipment and aircraft were safely stowed away, and a number of employees on the base were also able to take shelter due to the implementation of the plan. By 3.30 p.m., the line of thunderstorms had developed and was cruising toward Oklahoma City. But around 6 p.m., all that was in the area was quiet rumbles of thunder and light rain and wind, according to NOAA. Was the forecast a dud? No. A short while later, a news bulletin confirmed a damaging twister had struck the airfield. While there were considerable impacts that caused $6 million in damage at the time, about $67.4 million in 2021 dollars, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, thanks to the forecast and tornado safety plan, it was less extensive than the March 20th event, which caused about $10 million, roughly $112 million today, and no lives were lost. 
It was just the first of many life-saving tornado forecasts issued by Miller and Fallbush, both of whom would soon become responsible for predicting tornadoes across much of the central U.S. and Air Force bases across the country as the heads of the newly created Severe Weather Warning Center in 1951. Operational meteorology had been changed for the better. Within several years of that momentous forecast, the U.S. Weather Bureau, now the National Weather Service, would issue its first public tornado bulletin, a precursor to today's watches and warnings that help protect lives and property all around the United States. That's all for today. For your local weather at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or head to AccuWeather.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.